As the Holy Spirit continues to move, Lisa, I'm going to ask her to come, Lisa Hall. There's been a lot of prayer and a lot of things that God's been doing in preparation for this service today. And so Lisa's going to come just as the Spirit is moving and touching lives. And I understand that for everybody, it's not always the same depth or the same nuance, but that's okay. Uh, We want to be sensitive to what He is doing. So just what God put on Lisa's heart just really minutes ago, and she's going to share that with you guys now. If you feel like you need to be seated, that's okay, but we're going to, we're going to continue to worship as God leads us, okay? I really don't think you need to be seated because this, this doesn't up. happen Give to me break. often. Um, but standing back there, I have this stronghold that's going on, but there are so many battles that are being fought between a lot of you here. And all you got to do is, is just let go. Come down here. Let us pray for you. There's so many things going on in this world. So prayer team members, just you guys just come on down. Be down here, down front, please. If not me, I'm just feeling it from others. And y'all, please, we are here for you. You don't have to go through and fight these battles alone. Like I told Steve, I went to Mark first. He's like, you need to go to Steve. Because I normally don't do this, but today it's just, I don't know what it is. <laughs> So if you will, stand back up, please. And as these folks are down here and we have folks who really are ministering in amazing ways, come down, get prayer as the praise team continues to play and sing. We want to be very sensitive here. This is such a special time just just to show you that God really is working in supernatural, supernatural ways. God is revealing the fact that some some folks are being held back because of shame and regret and guilt in their lives for things that they've done or have been done to them. But we're asking you in the name of Jesus not to hold back. This is a time for you to be free. We sang the song earlier, I'm free, I'm free. Let's let this be a time where there is true freedom for those of us who are here. opportunity that God is opening up. I 
I'm asking in the name of Jesus Christ that you don't let this one slide by, but this is the time for you to just say, God, I want to I want to be real with you. I want this stuff taken. I want it gone from my life. I want to be free. I don't want to be that prisoner of sin and self and Satan anymore. But I want to be, as Paul says in our scripture today, I want to be your prisoner, Lord, because I've surrendered to you. Every aspect of my life is yours. Not just not just here for a few moments on a Sunday, but my life is yours, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for that. says in Ephesians 4 you guys keep praying you guys will just keep a little background for me please
little background music for me. I'm just going to read the scripture that I had for today. I want you to listen to it. I want, to, I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to let it marinate in your soul and your spirit. And like I say, if you need to, sit, to be seated, you go ahead and be seated. We're going to keep praying for people. Don't stop coming down. There are prayer warriors here, people to minister to you. Let's this be the time for God to work in all of our lives. And if you're not in the place of need to be down here, then that doesn't exempt you from praying and interceding for those as they're coming and getting help and getting assistance. The Apostle Paul says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, entreat you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you have been called. And this calling that God has upon every life, every person who's ever been born, not that all of us respond, but you're here today. So let me encourage you to respond to the calling of God that he has for your life. And that calling is from darkness into light. That calling is from sin and selfishness into selflessness and Christ-likeness. And all of that he says as the Apostle Paul teaches here and presents to the folks at Ephesus walk in this manner worthy of God, worthy of the calling with humility and gentleness, with patience, showing forbearance to one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Or as he's saying, all of us have this incredible opportunity and privilege to the Holy Spirit to do the part that God has for us, whatever that part is. And it doesn't matter the size, it doesn't matter the volume of what it is that God wants us to do. It's the fact that we're willing and obedient. As someone came down here and said, pray for my family, that they can all be obedient. We want all of us who know Christ be obedient in that walk and relationship with Him. And that's all that Paul is asking under the Holy Spirit for the folks at Ephesus as well. He says, because there's one body, there's one spirit, there's also one hope of your calling one Lord one faith one baptism one God and Father and of all is over and all through all and in all but in each of us the grace was given according to the measure of the gift of Christ therefore he says therefore let all of us walk out this incredible incredible life that's in Christ our world is in chaos at the moment Our world is in confusion, and we're the solution of Jesus living in us. Two things personally that I want to share right now. One, this week, typically things don't get to me, but this week I let them get to me. It was my fault. I understand that. I took responsibility for it. But in the process, I called my wife, Sheila, and I said, you need to pray for me right now. I'm letting this stuff get to me. And she prayed with me over the phone. And when I went home at lunch, she said, how you doing? And it was like, I'm fine. It, it was just gone. And, and I couldn't even think why I was letting those things get to me. But then last night, I was on the way to bed. And she was listening to a program. And she said, come listen to this, please. And Dutch Sheets, I don't know if you've ever listened to his, give him 15. But we've done it for months and months now. And I listened to Dutch give his presentation of an encouragement of God truly working and saving America. And I went to bed. I went to sleep. And this morning I was here walking across the stage early praying. And I realized, wait a minute, God, you've done something in my spirit. You've brought, it's it's like I have been lifted and encouraged and and helped. And it's, it's just God. When when he is 
allowed to be who he is it's just God and so I, I came believing this morning that God was going to move and do miracles and I'd been hearing from the praise team things that God had been doing in their lives this week as well and so here we are and we get to celebrate this incredible opportunity this blessing from God and what it's saying here about the grace it says as I've already said every person has a part and in the kingdom of God, one is not more important than the other. Whether you're on the stage or not, it's not the issue. It's am I truly surrendered to and obedient to my heavenly Father who loves me so desperately and so deeply? Am I truly, truly letting Him be the Lord of my life? Paul goes on. He says, within the body of Christ, there's apostles, there's prophets, there's evangelists, there's pastors, there's teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the service, for the building up the body of Christ. Do you get that? We're here, all of us, to have a part in building up the body of Christ. So my admonition to all of us would be, God, what do you want me to do? And, and God, how have you gifted me to do that? What talents and abilities and resources do I have that you God would use in and through my life for your kingdom to be built here in Chester County because there are people here who so desperately need and and this morning just so you know as I was finishing my prayer time I just saw a vision of people coming just people coming to know Christ people that don't have the background they just there's something that God is doing stirring in the Holy Spirit for them to come to him let us, whether we're in the grocery store, pumping gas, wherever we might be, at work, in school, wherever, we're surrendered to Him. So, thank you guys so much. And I'll let you guys take a break, if you don't mind, just for a little bit here. And um, last week we started something that was really good in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. There's another translation of this same scripture that I selected for today. And that was the message. And as I was reading through it and preparing for this, I thought we just need to take a moment. So if you will, just bear with me. Ask the Holy Spirit to minister this to your heart. And I'm going to read this from the message translation. In the light of all this, now Paul is talking about the things he said before in chapters 1, 2, and 3. And if you haven't been here, I understand you haven't got that. But we're going to trust the Holy Spirit to just take that and do what he needs to do with it in your life. In the light of all this, which is telling us all the things that Christ has done for us and will do in us. Here's what I want you to do. So Paul is telling the folks at Ephesus, in light of what God has done for you, here's what I want you to do. While I'm locked up here as a prisoner for the master, he doesn't say a prisoner of Rome, even though he was in a Roman prison. He said, I'm Jesus' prisoner. I'm here because of what I've done for him and what I have accomplished in his name for his glory. Here's what he says to the folks, and here's what I'm saying to all of us here today, and trusting and believing the Holy Spirit to do this. I want you to get out there and walk 
Better yet, he says, I want you to run. I want you to run on the road that God has called you to travel. I don't want any of you sitting around on your hands. I don't want anyone just strolling off down some path that goes nowhere. And mark that you do this with humility and discipline. Not in fits and starts. But steadily. Pouring yourselves out for each other in acts of love. Alert at noticing differences, but quick to mend the fences. You are all called to travel on the same road in the same direction. So stay together, both outwardly and inwardly. You have one master, one faith, one baptism, one God and father of all, who rules over all, works through all, and is present in all. Everything you are and think and do is permeated with this oneness. Now, when we read that and you hear that, it doesn't mean that we are uniform, but unified. There's a huge difference. I am thrilled to death that there's not one other person in this congregation like me. Because I'm the one that God made like me. And guess what? And so are you. And that's why he goes on to say that as Christ has given the gifts so that what we do, what we speak, and how we act is all out of the generosity of the gift that Christ has given. And the truth is that each of us, each one of us, have received those gifts for his glory, for his praise, for his honor. And then it moves into this. We all belong to Him. And because we do, we will protect those who are young and those who need help. Because we will do what? We will live the truth, the truth, His truth, in His love. Every day. His truth. Every day. In his love. And that's why our world will know that he is the Christ. He is the King. He is the Lord of Lords. And we praise him. Praise him for it. So I'm going to do this as we close. Melanie, if you'll come back and get on the keyboard, please. I'm just going to play something soft for us, and we're going to have the prayer team come back down. And we know the Holy Spirit doesn't just stop because we've ended the service. So if you're here, prayer team, if you guys come on. If you're here and there's something on your heart, something, and you don't have to come to a person. There's plenty of altar space. But you just come and let this be a time of help and healing. We're just missing the service because we know that many of you have children. We want you to be able to pick up your children and go get those. You're welcome to bring them back in if you'd like. But at the same time, this is a time for us as a family. So let me pray for us, pray over us. And then as you, as we dismiss, like I say, if there's something that God has on your heart still, this is the time. This is a place. It's God ordained. So Father, we are 
extremely indebted to you. As the Apostle Paul says on much of his writing, we owe you everything. We owe you everything. We maybe not always acted like it or conducted our life experience like that, but it's true. If we're in you, we owe you everything. And so thank you now for your blessing. We celebrate the birth of those precious babies into our church family, but we also celebrate the new birth of those coming to know Christ and who are expressing that through baptism as we have seen and will see in the near future. Holy Spirit, take the Word of God that we've read today and let this body of people walk worthy in humility, laying down the pride, laying down the selfishness, walking with you steadily, consistently, with great endurance. We celebrate the stories of your touch and healing in the lives last week and this week. Thank you, God. That we are not here to do this on our own. We're here to learn from you, grow in you, and as mature believers, demonstrate to our world, you are the Christ. And you are the answer for the needs of this world. In Jesus' name, amen.